What, we some kind of suicide squad? I am Iron Man. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Server Anakin, I have the high ground. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Welcome back to the Big Movie Boys podcast, the only podcast to give 50% effort 50% of the time. I'm your host, Jeremy Ballman, and with me as always is Ben Stitch. What's going on out there? Great day today. And Bob Liebel. What's up, everybody? What is uh, 50% of effort 50% of the time? I don't know that. Did I miss it? Just havesy. Just, oh, just okay. havesy. Oh, yeah. It is the havesies today, though. Just trying to be on theme. Okay. Now it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, it is the havesies wow, today. I saw the blank stare you oh, had yeah, when Jerry no said idea. that. I was like, he is not getting I was that. like, I don't have anything to say anyway. You might as well just ask a question. Start the podcast with a question. It's good to start a podcast with absolute confusion. Because <laughs> it can only that's, get, get better from it. Feel. <laughs> well, we already mentioned it. We're doing the havesies today. Maybe only the second greatest award show behind the bimbos. I mean, the ratings have yet to come in. The bimbos were great. I I gotta say, the bimbos were high expectations for these havesies coming off those bimbo awards. And we have done havesies before. There is a a history to the havesies. If you're unfamiliar with them, if you're a newer listener to the Big Movie Boys podcast, this is our mid-year awards. So we discuss things that have mostly come out. From uh, January to the end of June and of, of this year, of 2021. So, pretty exciting stuff. We'll also have some throwbacks. We'll be looking into the future a little bit as well. And uh, this, is, this is definitely the uh, unbuttoned, laid-back award show. Like, the Bimbos is a little hoity-toity. It's a little, you know, we, yep. all, we were all wearing tuxes. I know we don't have video evidence, but you got to take our word. We were all suited up. We weren't even together for those ones, but I remember the video aspect of it. We were wearing tuxes. Bob asked, like, should he wear a tux? But now he's just in a tank top and no pants. So Yeah. yeah. It's this definitely is much more laid back. The, uh, the bimbos is like the well-put-together older brother that has a good job, you know, 401k, all that shit. And then the, bim- or the fucking halvesies is your piece of shit, alcoholic... <laughs> Dirty scumbag trailer trash, little brother. <laughs> Interesting analogy. I don't know who I you're you referencing there. To describe yourself. I, I, I was basically <laughs> describing myself. But yeah, it, the Havesies is always a good time. I always look forward to the Havesies. I will say though, I I must have dissociated for a good portion of the first half of this year because I'm blown away that we've already experienced six months. Dude, Jesus was April. Half the shit on this, I'm like, that came out this year? That was in 2020? I was like, I was stunned. I've been seeing like a lot of different people or accounts and stuff post about like half year this, half year that. Blows my fucking mind that we're halfway into 2021. Literally blows my mind. We got vaxxed and a little too relaxed, if you ask me, because <laughs> yeah. I just, I have no memories. Yeah. I don't remember what happened. 2020 took about five years off this my life. This will be the this drunkest is, year I'm of my life. Yes. Yeah. Easily. Which tops last year, but it's just gonna... It's like global warming. Yeah, it just gets worse and worse. And there's no stopping it. Uh, Well, boys, what do you think? Should we just hop into it? Yes. Let's start with the Masturbatory Award. We have it at every award show. The best episode of the Big Movie Boys podcast. And damn if there couldn't be 26 nominees. How many... What's half a year? 26 is half a year, but I don't think we've done 26 yeah. podcasts. But It's got to be close to that, though. But done at least 20. We narrowed it down to just a select few. The nominees for the best episode of the Big Movie Boys podcast include the 2020 Bimbos, the double feature of Ants and A Bug's Life. We finally watched The Lord of the Rings, 80s movies show and tell, the best movie of the 80s, 
fashion up for F9, and we finally watch Rush Hour. Ben, stiff competition. We've said it before. It's like picking your children. Do you have a favorite child? Does one live in a trailer park? <laughs> well, I know for the bimbos, I remember going in with like with answers I had in mind. For the havesies, I'm going in just We're, we're doing this one raw. <laughs> I haven't even looked at most of the categories, if I'm being honest. For this, I'm going to go off feel for a lot of these, and for this one especially, it's going to be like what I remember most. And uh, while, I, while I really enjoyed fastening up for F9 and uh, watching Rush Hour, I'm going with the 2020 bimbos because even though we didn't do that one in person, I remember laughing a lot during that one and having a great time. That was probably my favorite one that we did remotely. Yeah, for me, a deciding factor whenever we pick you know, an episode for whatever award show is, which ones do I remember? <laughs> <laughs> for a handful of different reasons. And I uh, don't remember the bimbos at all. <laughs> The Devil Feature and some Bugs Life also don't recall that. Uh, Lord of the Rings, as sad as it is to say, I don't fucking remember we that did, either. We did three of those Yeah, movies. I know. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> Only the first um, one nominated, though. 80s Show and Tell, I truly cannot believe <laughs> that that happened in 2021. Uh, best of the 80s, same thing. Um, so, so you're going to pick the one? <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with... We finally watched Rush Hour for two reasons. Because it does fall into, we talked about Fast and Furious, which I think is one of my favorite things that we've done so far this year. And because it was two, three weeks ago? It, yeah. <laughs> you can still remember, remember it. it. Yeah, I can still remember it. But uh, yeah, love Rush Hour. Obviously, Fasten Up for F9 is actually, was what I was going to pick. That what, is that last week's? Is that what that's going to No, be? that's the first one. Gotcha. That's okay. The one that started it all. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I liked that we did that. Those are my favorite things. So I'm going to go with Rush Hour because we get a little F9 and a little Rush Hour on that. And... It was that or Lord of the Rings. I can't remember Lord of the Rings, so it's got to be Rush Hour. Well, unlike Bob, I remember all these fondly. <laughs> so, some of my favorite memories were these episodes from, this, from the first half of this year. Uh, I agree with both your picks, both excellent choices. The 80s ones have a... Th those Wait, do we have to come to a consensus? I mean, we we're supposed to. Okay. We're supposed to not consensus. A, a, a majority one, right? vote. Yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Uh, the 80s I ones... Won't be 80s ones... <laughs> I watched a lot of 80s movies in the first half of this year. It kind of burned me out, honestly. Uh, but I'm honestly leaning towards Fast Enough for F9, because that was the first of a nine-week series, and you guys, I went back and listened to that pretty recently. You guys were shitting on it the whole time. <laughs> so did you enjoy listening back, knowing what was to come? I loved listening back to it. I, that was also one of the, I think maybe the most fun I had recapping a movie as well. Because that one's pretty absurd on its own without even getting into like what the future Fast and Furious absurdity levels are. So right now I'm leaning towards Fast Enough for F9, although we are in a three-way split on the first category. So is I there... feel like you have a chance to win coming up, though, with that same, with that same logic. If we have to pick a winner, everything I said about Rush Hour... Can be applied to F9. Because, yeah, but I also said the thing I like about that episode is that we talked about F9. So if we have to pick a winner, I guess I could side with him. I said that was my number two, so. I won't side. So if you guys want to go with that, that's okay with I think that. that's fair. I can take that. Did we mention Rush Hour at all on that podcast? Or Little Jackie Chan, any Chris Tucker? I'm, I'm sure you did. Okay. I'm pretty certain I did as well. I usually, or Mark Wahlberg, I usually put one of those guys' name in at least one episode. I wonder what the actual percentage guy, is. He's getting in every episode. Bow Wow, if you're listening, you son of a bitch, answer my fucking DMs. Uh, so is it a lock? Is Fast Enough for F9 the best episode of the first half of this year? I think so. Your recap alone, I think, might have made it one of the best ones. Because I'm now that's coming back to me. I remember shitting on it the whole time, and I remember me and Bob being like, is this going to be over yet? And now, I remember I, your recap of that movie was so good that when we saw F6 and they did a recap of the entire... <laughs> 
fucking franchise. I saw scenes from it. I was like, I know what happens there. <laughs> and that's the magic of these movies. Yeah. All right, Ben, you want to give us our uh, next category here? Yeah, this one's a fun one for everyone involved here. Uh, this one is the Extra Mile Award for Outstanding Fortitude and Dedication to the Big Movie Boys Podcast. First nomination is for Bob going to see Fast and Furious 6 in theaters. The- Hard. Remember, that's going to see a movie for a movie podcast. <laughs> a free movie. A free movie. Uh, myself, watching 10 episodes of The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers. I only watched one, and I could not do that nine more times. Uh, yeah. Jeremy for re-recording his side of an entire episode of the podcast, which I don't know if that, that, that might win this award, but that might just be the greatest thing ever. That, I, think, I still think that's fake. <laughs> that is psychopathic behavior yeah. it should not it should not be rewarded uh jeremy again for somehow getting us fastened up for f9 and then bob for remember that one week bob you showed up um sober yeah it was the worst week of my life <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst week of my life well you got a nomination for it so congratulations well, what do we think bob what are you leaning towards uh well i i know how hard it is to be sober so i think the first thing i <laughs> the first thing i would think would probably be me showing up sober to that one podcast uh but i think this is a pretty easy one one, because I think it's fake. I think it's a lie. <laughs> if it's actually true, then God damn it, you definitely deserve the, uh, the extra mile award for it. And that's Jeremy re-recording all his lines from a podcast. And he got it by you and me and everybody that I talked to. We about listened. It. We yeah. don't listen to all these. We listen to that and, one. And not only, he goes, tell me if you hear anything different. <laughs> really He's pay, attention, yeah, to, really pay attention to this one. And I had no idea. Yeah, this is the single craziest thing I've, I've ever done. Was it worth it? No. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It was the um, Lord the of the, second yeah, Lord of the Rings one. Yeah. You had back. to do it. Take it back. It I would have fucking first. killed you if you if we had to re-record that thing. I mean, it just wouldn't have come out. And I, how could you not put out the second Lord of the Rings one if we're doing all three in a row? That'd like, be really fitting of us, though. It was like, yeah, we're doing the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. We're just gonna skip the middle one, though. <laughs> the roller coaster of emotions I felt when I noticed I didn't have enough waveforms. And then I noticed I didn't have mine, which has never happened before. Well, if that was either me or Bob, what happens? We're just like, scrap it. I, I think we recorded that remotely, so it would have been both of yours, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys would have been recorded together, so. Did I, am I accepting this award? Is it official? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm voting for that one. Yeah, a, no I'll give myself honorable mention, because I was the one who suggested I watch the 10 episodes, so I, I think that shows myself going uh, above and beyond, but yeah, that I would have never re-recorded my half of a no. podcast. Wow, I, uh, I, I'm not prepared for this. I, I, <laughs> Do you have a speech? I have nothing written. I just, I, I guess I'd like to thank God and uh, my willingness to <laughs> to waste Start an, playing the music to entire to waste an entire day re-recording, literally listening to your guys' voices, trying to remember what I said, and then saying it into a microphone, and then having to edit that to make it sound like a conversation. If I ever win an award at, at all, and I have a, a hot mic in front of me, I'm going to thank the devil. <laughs> like, thank you, my lord and savior, Beelzebub. I fucking <laughs> love you, Satan. Like, uh, Well, Bob, before you can thank Satan, why don't you give us our next category here? Yeah. <laughs> so, the next category is Best Theaters Are Back Promo. The nominees, Marvel Celebrates the Movies, John Krasinski, Thank you for seeing A Quiet Place Part 2. Or F9, the one where the engine is running <laughs> like a movie projector. 
And are we even going to waste our time with this one? <laughs> we, do, we don't have to yeah. go around. This one is so good. The Marvel Celebrates the Movies is actually really pretty cool. cool. It's pretty cool. Super cool. It's honestly getting my vote because it's better than drugs, dude. That that thing just gets me going. That's better than Vin Diesel. His voice sounds like he swallowed a bag of fucking rocks. <laughs> Here's the only thing against it. That promo, incredible. Yeah. We all agree. I can't deny that. But they didn't show it before F9. That's they true. showed it to us before Fast and Furious 6, but they didn't show it before F9. It was strange that that didn't pop up because when you showed us that, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. When they cut the fucking screen and the engine revs and it's just the sound of a movie theater projector. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like it's what? So funny. At that moment alone is like my favorite theater. I would fucking kill back. to be in like the writer's room for that. I was like, oh fuck, like we gotta do like one of these back to the movie things. And like everyone likes to move, they knew instantly. Like, yeah, like, let's fucking just rev the engine. I would, I could easily be a writer for Fast and Furious. You probably will be. Yeah, uh, I agree. You guys should both vote for that so that it wins. But for record keeping purposes, I will be voting for. That's okay. With Marvel me. celebrates F- the movies. F nine deserves to win that one. It's yeah. first award of the night. It's got a lot of nominations. There's a lot more coming. <laughs> the most nominated movie yeah. in the halvesies, as we will see as we continue. But as we continue, let's move on to our fourth category, Best Trailer. These are all trailers that came out in the first half of the year. They include The Suicide Squad, Mortal Kombat, Army of the Dead, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. First trailer. There's been two trailers. Only the first one's nominated. F9, second trailer, came out the first half of this year. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and The Many Saints of Newark. Lots of good great trailers not all great movies not all movies we've seen yet i personally like the shang chi and the legend of the ten rings uh second trailer more than the first one wow yeah hot take hot take it's not getting my fucking vote though (laughs) um i'm going for the many saints of newark i know you guys probably did not even watch this we knew that was coming though but yeah leota yeah ray leota's in there so that yeah but this thing this looks absolutely incredible i think that uh michael gandolfini being cast as his late father's iconic role and honestly in the trailer he looks exactly like the way they describe tony soprano as like young tony soprano in the fucking in the tv show it looks absolutely incredible i think the trailer is a little misleading because it starts with uh james gandolfini's like like an old lines from him from the show and then they show his son uh the whole movie is about this guy dicky Maltesante, who's like uh he's like a character they reference in the show it's like a prequel it really, from what I know, doesn't have that much to do with young Tony Soprano. He's obviously in the movie, and that's the selling point. But I think he's going to be, like, the B-plot. And I don't know if all the trailers are going to be like that. So, like, I don't know. I just like it because I just love Soprano stuff. I literally just finished watching it for the fourth time. So that's my, my easy vote for me. Uh, and my number two would probably be uh, Mortal Kombat. What's your number three? Mortal Kombat, great trailer. Yeah, great trailer. I did not like that movie. I, I, hate it. It. I don't remember the trailer, also hated the movie. I'm going with, as much as I want to give it to F9 here, because uh, it's a great trailer, but that first one is like, just steals the show. It's like, it, but that I didn't remember come out in, it was 2020. 2020. Yeah. So uh, I can't, I can't give it to, I'm going to give it to Army of the Dead, because that actually got me semi-excited for that movie. Not a great movie. But it, like, it kind of sold the movie for me, though, and kind of made me excited enough to watch it. Like, normally a movie like that I wouldn't be interested in, but that, that trailer did its job. Because, 
think F9 about I would have seen if it was just Vin Diesel revving an engine. Like, exactly. it doesn't need to do exactly. anything. Exactly. If you think about it, like, I'll see many scenes in Newark if they do literally nothing exactly. in the trailer. Jeremy will see any Marvel thing if they do literally nothing in the trailer. You weren't going to see Army of the Dead. Exactly. You saw the trailer and it got you. That's, that's what so I'm going So, if we're going off of. of what the category is... So, you're changing your vote. Nobody's going to vote for many scenes in Newark, so I think I will see where it goes, what Jeremy says. <laughs> Wow, T- hard take there. Yeah. Hard take. <laughs> Bob, Bob almost made a mistake right there because there, there's a lot of great trailers here, uh, a lot of great music incorporated in these trailers. The Shang Chi, I like, I do like the second Shang Chi trailer as well. I, I really like the music in the first one though. That's why mm-hmm. I, I opted for the first trailer. The Falcon uh, Winter Soldier one is pretty great. Obviously, F9 second trailer reveals they're going to space. All great stuff. I'm actually kind of leaning towards Many Saints of Newark because I am now motivated more than ever to watch The Sopranos. Wow. To, How the fuck did that motivate you? Not me telling you for two <laughs> years that it's the best show ever. To then watch this movie. So if we're talking about things motivating us to watch something in the same way. That makes me afraid to watch that trailer because I don't know if I want that time commitment on my It hands. looks awesome. It really does look really good. And that's just not me as like a very biased. But are you going to change your answer because of I based never off changed your own logic? I never changed. I know. It. So you're not gonna? It's many Saints of Newark. If Jeremy <laughs> signed with me, I'll give it to you, Bob. Okay. There's not many I'm going to give to you in these halvesies, but I'll give you this one. That's a win for me and a win for your father, who I know is listening <laughs> right now. Ben, how about our uh, next category here? Oh, this one's a long one. Uh, best catching up on 2020. This had to have come out in 2020, but we watched, at least one of us watched it in 2021. We got Trial of the Chicago 7, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, One Night in Miami, Search Party Season 3, Ted Lasso Season 1, The Orange Years, The Nickelodeon Story, American Pickle, Queen's Gambit, and How To with John Wilson. This one's a loaded category. I have no idea where I'm leaning with I've this one. I've seen one of these. Which is the one that I nominated, American Pickle. Oh, you didn't, you haven't seen One Night in Miami? No. All right, well, we can knock that one out because I don't think anyone's seen it then. I really wanted to. I, I had put it on there because I thought you watched it. Nope, I had intentions of it. Let's go for it. Yeah, should we? No, I did not see this either. I, I'm trying to, I, I saw Nomadland, I saw Sound of Metal, Search Party, I have seen. Who, you, who watched Ted Lasso? Are you, Jer? Yeah. When I paid for an extra oh, month yeah, of right. Apple TV Plus, I'm and still paying for that. I only put I have Queen. To cancel that. I think you guys watched Queen's Gambit in 2020. Bob, I did, didn't watch it. Don't. It's the worst really? fucking show of all time. Get out of town. Why? But, Everybody said it was good. It's so bad. Everyone is so wrong in this. I know. I have. I'm. I'm the one zagging. This show. All it is. If you want to watch scenes of a girl playing chess, is that there's like a psychological aspect? Yeah, to it. she's just also doing drugs the whole time too. Okay. But it like adds nothing. It adds really? nothing. She's just high the entire time. I've never heard anybody say anything bad about it's it. It's so bad. There's there's so many. There, there's what like eight episodes. There's like thirty chess montages. I don't know why they need so many. This show could have been four episodes. Maybe it would have been way better. I don't need to see so many fucking montages of a girl playing chess while then sometimes she's high and sometimes she's sober. I just don't fucking need it. I Sorry, so, Beth Harmon. I was so on the fence about this. Everyone was saying it was super popular. My don't girlfriend do wanted to watch it really bad, and I just was not interested. And she's just been pushing me to watch, pushing me to watch it. And now it's on the back burner, and we're not watching it anytime soon. But now I'm absolutely not watching it. Jeremy, try to sell him on it. Well, Ben is just. Factually incorrect. I mean, you can so have bad. your opinion, but you are incorrect in this opinion. Queen's Gambit, very good. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like, I'm just trying to dissect your opinion here. It sounds like you don't like women playing chess. Is that <laughs> is that what you said? No, that's the part I do like because I like her character. It's just so many chess montages. Like, there's some parts that are all right. 
but it's like the the relationship she forges aren't even that like real. I don't know. It just biggest waste of eight hours of my life. I won't be watching it. I went into it thinking it was going to be overhyped, and I really enjoyed it. Maybe that's I I went in thinking it was going to be a great show. I I'm just going in. I didn't really ever want to watch it. So I put this in there just to talk just, shit just about it. Just to bitch about it. <laughs> yes, I will not be voting. What for are you it. voting for then, Jeremy? Um. Honestly, like when I was looking at this list, the one that kind of jumped out at me as being like just something I enjoyed all the way through was the Orange Years, the Nickelodeon story, but I don't think either of you have seen it. Because nah. I, I was just watching a Nickelodeon documentary. I'm assuming it must be that. It was Tina, this one, yeah. Tina had it on and I was watching it. Some of it was interesting, but then also it's like it starts from the very beginning when I didn't watch Nickelodeon, so I wasn't in, like as uh, into that part, but. I really like that. How to with John like Wilson's that. on this list. I watched it, but Ben watched it recently, so I can vote for that. Um, other than that, it would be like Sound of Metal it's, or it's Sound of Metal for me. Trial of the Chicago Seven. Yeah, it, it comes. It's Sound of Metal for me because that's the best thing on this list, and I did watch it in 2021. I know Bob, you haven't seen it, but I'm gonna vote for American Pickle. The one I nominated <laughs> because Jer- I remember. So I had just got HBO Max because we were watching what was the movie that I had to get HBO Max for the first one we watched. No fucking clue. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was like a like a one. Might have been in 2020, honestly. I had HBO Max, and I was looking for just a movie to watch one night, and I saw American Pickle pop across. Screen. Is it actually good? Jeremy said it was good. I decided to throw it on just for the fuck of it. I've Jeremy? never never seen it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I heard it was good, Are but I've never seen it. <laughs> Bob, why did you watch this movie? I thought Jeremy said it was a good movie. <laughs> did you enjoy it then? Yeah, it was pretty good. It, it's 90 <laughs> minutes long, and it's literally just like a. Single contained, just silly story. It's, I'd say it's worth watching. If you're if you're looking for a movie to watch when you can't find anything, throw this on. You'll enjoy it. Fair enough. I've only heard good things about it, but yeah, I've, yeah. I've not watched. Apparently, you gave a great review of it, dude. I need to <laughs> stop drinking during these podcasts. Well, uh, in that case, I'll, I'll vote for Sound of Metal then, because it is certainly one of the better things that I watched, especially in the in the run up to the Oscars. Even more than American Pickle, though, Jerry. I I have <laughs> given it great reviews in the past, but <laughs> this is so shocking to me. <laughs> But uh, I'm okay with Sound of Metal. That was one of my favorite Oscar contenders, for sure. Congratulations, Riz Ahmed, and whoever actually made the movie. You know who you are. <laughs> we, we all know. We don't need to say it. Bob, why don't you give us our next category here? So, next category is Best Streaming Service. We have Apple TV+, Disney+, HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Paramount+, Plus. I just got that, uh, Peacock and Prime Video. This is a loaded category as always. What are you guys going to go with here? I've been, I've been on the HBO Max train since they launched. I've been in their corner. And I, it, I'm only getting deeper. I was, I was waiting for a butt. I'm only getting deeper. I feel like that is my go-to number one. I've been like re-watching Rick and Morty, all the new movies that are coming out. They're just their movie catalog it's always rotating i feel like there's always something to watch on there or there's something like a comfort movie on there they got like all the oceans movies on there like there's always something i can watch on hbo max these days i rarely go to netflix unless i'm i'm globe trotting I'm, I'm using vpn netflix to watch a movie that isn't on another service i'm currently watching too hot to handle on netflix season two don't really love the show, but you know you got to put in the time to be able to watch stuff you actually do like. And I'm also rewatching Better Call Saul that's on there, but I don't really give like credit to Netflix for having Better Call Saul on there. This is I wanted this category on here again because it it was definitely Netflix last year. Like it was just the tried and true. Like yeah. we all felt that way. The tide is like definitely like shifting to HBO Max, 
and I think Disney Plus too. That like with Loki, with WandaVision, with all the shows all, they all have. The Disney Plus Marvel movies it's, and Mighty Ducks or shows rather Mighty Ducks show. I mean, they got they, great they content changes. on there. Don't you get the sense that Netflix in like ten years is going to be like fourth or fifth? It's. I feel like it's just going to drop more and more because even Paramount Plus is like rising. They like have Pri- a lot of shit. Prime Video can just throw billions of dollars at everything. Like you that's just gonna got rise. it anyway. So. Ex- yeah, exactly. And they've got a couple of good shows on there. I just I feel like Netflix, Hulu, get the fuck out of here with those yeah. fucking. You can literally burn in hell. <laughs> I fucking hate. I've been, it. Was, I've been watching. Cable, that's it. I've been watching Dave season two, and there's li- it feels like there's 45 minutes of ads Dude. in a 25 minute show. And then even like showing that like the wind down of the fucking it does not help. I no. fucking hate it even more. My my vote here, I'm gonna uh, echo what Jeremy's saying. I, HBO Max is just I think the sleekest thing. I watched uh, Mayor of Easttown on it. I think it's I think it's the cleanest one, and I think it's the one if I had to pick only one, that's the one I would choose because you got the the best movie selection too. I think I'm gonna agree with you guys on HBO Max, and I never thought that this would happen because I've always just you know I, I kind of was standoffish about HBO Max. I didn't want to get it. I got it, and I never looked back. Like I think at any one time, I'm watching more shows on HBO Max than any streaming service that I've ever like in history. Like I was watching. Sopranos, I was watching Eastbound and Down, I was watching Rick and Morty, I was watching fucking, uh, I just started American Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, you started Cur- oh, just started yeah, Curb nice. Your Enthusiasm. Just because like it's just on there, I'm like scrolling through, I was like, that's a good show, that's a good show, I know good things about that, like, let me watch it. And then, like, same thing with the movies, like, their movies are always rotating, like, you'll just see, like, if you just go through, like, Recently Added, or, like, Popular Now, or whatever the name of that category Since is. Since you guys a snap this morning, Disturbia. Yeah. yeah. Added just to HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, you, you scroll through it, and you're just like, these are all, like, either movies I've heard amazing things about, or I love, and I'd like to watch again. There's, there's a new Steven Soderbergh film, I believe it's called... I can't remember what it's called. Oh, Don Cheadle's in it? Yeah. Yeah, that came out like a day ago, and it's supposed to be super good. Just on HBO Max? I remember oh, yeah. hearing about the cast. I feel like this was six months ago that they announced the cast. Who's and that, then who's that fuck? Of- who's the one guy from The Mummy? He's in it. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Fraser. 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 Boy. Yeah, yeah boy. my boy. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Everyone's in that movie. It's Steven Soderbergh. Like, I was excited it's for this movie. Good, yeah. I didn't hear a peep about this movie again, and HBO's just like, it's out. Yeah. We got it. And it's good, too. Like, I read reviews. It's, I like, was, super good. I thought they were still writing that movie. Yeah. I had no idea it was even close to no, coming I out. I want to watch that movie with Bob's review of it. Dude, but it's, it's, like, unbelievable. Like, the stuff that they have on there, like, you'll scroll through. It's like, what? That's on HBO Max? Like, that? I've never even seen it on a... They have a lot of movies that I've never seen on a streaming service before. Semi-pro. Is it on there? Yeah. Okay, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> Rush Hour. Never been on a streaming service until HBO Max. They've got all the Harry Potter movies. They yeah. got all the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, which it's just unbelievable. I'm surprised like, you ever leave your house, Bob. Who? Somebody said it. One of you guys said it. It's like if you had to just pick one. If I had to just pick one, it would be HBO Max. I think it's easy. Like it's it, a yeah. Easy no, I really pick. do too. Like, I mean, Netflix. That was like the old like the thing that we said. I think that's the justification we used for Netflix in the past. If you had to pick one, it'd be Netflix because it's just like they have the most stuff. They have HBO Max is taking that over. The only thing they really don't have is like reality TV on there. At least I'm not that I'm aware. And I could, I could survive without. I watch way too much reality TV yeah. at this point in my but life. Think about it. But have, I would love if it was. To, it's a drug. I need it taken away. Classic from me. movies. They have like newer movies. Like their their HBO Max originals are really good. They have good documentaries. All the ones that are day and date theater and HBO Max. Yeah, releases. they have great comedies and stuff. Like the only thing I swear to God that HBO Max is missing is reality TV. Space, which for all I know, Space Jam is going to be out on HBO Max later this month. Like if Space we Jam too. Yeah, Space Jam too. If we didn't, Newark will be on there Space Jam is on Hulu right now. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Space Jam too. The new one. 
Yeah, it, that's an easy, easy sweep for uh, HBO it's Max. It's just wild because one year ago it was easily Netflix for us. Right. I, I, and think, I was just shit. On I HBO think I Max. voted for HBO Max, but even then it was it was yeah. tougher. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, that, it's, it's we probably made fun of you then. It was an underdog, and yeah, now it's, it's easy now. It's it's the favorite moving forward. I think. All right, let's get into our next category here. This this is a fun one. I'm excited about this one. This category is called uh, "Good to See Ya." It's been a while. This is uh, shouting out some actors and actresses that, was, that have kind of been out of the limelight for a little bit, but they made a triumphant return in the first half of 2021. Uh, the nominees include Kate Winslet in Mayor of, Mayor of Easttown, Doug Benson in The Last Blockbuster, John Stamos in Big Shot, another Disney Plus show, Queen Latifah in The Equalizer, Lucas Black in F9, and Bow Wow. In F9. <laughs> Good to see you. Bow Wow. Let me start this off. Because <laughs> one, John Stamos, uh, that just reminded me of this show. He should not be in a children's television show. He shouldn't be allowed around kids. I don't know how they fuck. There must have been a loophole. Why can't he they be allowed have, around kids? He's a creepy motherfucker, do? dude. He's a bad guy. I have no facts to back him up. <laughs> I just, I've, I just, I just, I just, I just, I've heard he's a bad guy. Anyway. Allegedly. I'm, I'm allegedly. They can't even film the scenes of him Who in the same you? room. I don't know. I don't know you heard it. Some guy at a bar. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Queen Latifah, I'm pretty sure the Equalizer premiered after the Super Bowl. That's wow. Only it's hysterical. <laughs> Dude, uh, we, we were heading people for this, and I was going through shows in like 2021, and I saw the Equalizer. I'm like, oh yeah, remember all those yeah. promos? I'm pretty sure that lasted maybe five episodes. Uh, Lucas Black, pretty cool, pretty funny. Uh, but this is an easy one. <laughs> Bow wow. Because one, I didn't even know he was living. And two, he didn't even, like, I took me until the scene was over when I saw Bow Wow and Fast and Furious to realize that was Bow Wow. Because he looks like a completely different human being. What about when he comes back later in the movie? Oh, wait. He doesn't. <laughs> Bob. Yeah, and also that motherfucker won't answer my DMs. Bob though. has been petitioning him to get him on the podcast. I yeah. don't know if this is going to help. I've been tagging him, <laughs> tagged him in our last post. He's patronizing yeah. him now by giving him a fake award. You're getting more to you, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, my real vote is for Kate Winslet because she was great in uh, Mayor of Easttown. That was a really good show. It's a, the classic story of a whodunit, but I think they did it in a really good way. She's from Britain, and she does this great Philadelphia accent that I don't think, like... You can give me like two years. I could not develop a Philadelphian accent. But yeah, this one's easy. It's definitely Bow Wow. Close with Lucas Black because literally haven't seen him. Just as funny. <laughs> too fast, too furious. He looks just as no, shitty. I'm sorry, Tokyo Drift. Lucas Black doesn't look just as shitty. He's They shot his scenes 20 years ago when they did Tokyo <laughs> Drift. He's the same exact age. They had to digitally de-age him. <laughs> but they aged him up in yeah. the first movie. Yeah, this this one's going to Bow Wow. I know he's he's humbly going to accept this award. The category Jer should be good to see you. I can't believe you're alive. <laughs> Jeremy, let's get your take. I know we already have a winner, but Jeremy, who, who do you have to... I mean, I agree. Kate Winslet, great in Mayor of Easttown, and, and that name will come up again later. But uh, some could argue that this category was made to give Bow Wow an award. <laughs> some, some could say. Some might say that, and uh, because Name of that, Bow Wow songs like Mike. <laughs> I don't even think it's called like Mike. He's an, uh, I can name basketball. more Bow Wow films. Okay, <laughs> that's not good. As he's a rapper, I can name more movies he's in. But yeah, uh, this is gonna be a sweet for Bow Wow, uh, Mr. Wow. Check your <laughs> check your DMs. Hey, buddy. Your award will be in your DMs. <laughs> uh, ben, why don't you give us our next one here? 
All right, this one is best is yet to come. Stuff coming out in the the later half, latter half of 2021. We got Black Widow. Super excited to see this movie next week. <laughs> Space Jam: A New Legacy. Shout out LeBron. The Suicide Squad. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The Many Saints in Newark. Dune. The Eternals. Ghostbusters: Afterlife and Spider Man: No Way Home. Good time to be a Marvel fan. Yeah, it's a lot of Marvel right there. Bob, these what are you thinking? These are easy for me. So. My heart is Many Saints of Newark. Obviously, we've already touched on it. Uh, but I think that one's not going to go over very well. Unless Jeremy started watching The Sopranos uh, before I got here. But I don't think he did. So I'm going to go Spider-Man No Way Home. Just because I fucking love Spider-Man. love Tom Holland. Do you see him and Zendaya are dating? She's like six inches taller. Yeah, this, I don't care. This it's- might... Uh, or The Many Saints of Newark might win it for uh, best of 2021 that you've watched in 2022 for Jeremy. I, I could see that happening. Uh, Yeah. I, it's tough for me. I mean, of the Marvel movies, I agree. If I had to rank them, I'd say Spider-Man is going to be at the top. I am very excited for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, and I, I am excited for the Suicide Squad as well. I don't, I don't know what to expect from that, though. I, but I'm very excited for that one. I have no desire to see that. At James Gunn being attached to it is truly the reason I want to see it. But uh, I'm going to have to double down with Bob, make Ben's vote. Uh, basically mute yeah. and uh, go Spider-Man No Way Home. That's okay, because I'm, I'm going to rescind my vote. None, none of these really excite me besides Space Jam, only because I have it in the movie draft. If LeBron would have been coming off like a title, and then this movie came out, I think it would be like, that's what I picked. I think that would have. That's why I picked the movie. Yeah. I just assumed the Lakers were going to win, and, and that was going to. All those scenes they filmed of him coming off <laughs> the, the season with a title are going to be really yeah, awkward. When does this now. movie come out? It's like, it like two right. weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, it would have been right Dude, if LeBron he was in the is finals. best friends with Chris Paul. He, they, has, he has not even said one thing about Chris Paul, but he won't shut the fuck up about this movie. Yeah, I think I think the timing obviously was made so that it would. Obviously, obviously, you have to anticipate he's going to be in the it's finals. It's going to be like Game 7 year. the same night. Yeah. <laughs> it was like some weird- yeah, you have to anticipate he's going to be in the finals every single year, and it just did not work out that way this year. But I think. I wonder if that affects the, uh, like the box office. I think enough people, and like he's such a family man, I think enough We're people go see, see Space Jam, but yeah. I know uh, Zachary L. Sh- Sharif will see this movie, and mm-hmm. if you're listening, if you're listening, you'll see it, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I rescind my vote, I really don't, I'm not super excited about anything here, I think I threw Dune on there, because it's been like such a long time coming, I feel like, for that movie, it's pretty too. hyped up, yeah, from what I've been I'm, reading I'm about excited it. for that one, too, yeah, did you end up stealing that one for the draft, or do I have that? That's a great question, I think... We'll never know. I think I might have stolen that <laughs> one. I don't even know what my first movie is. I think I, that, that might have been a late round pick for me. That comes out in December. It was a risky pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's going to be a Spider-Man win. I'm, I'm excited. We get, there's a lot of good stuff coming out this year, and that's not even everything. Boss Baby coming out this, this weekend. This weekend. I know yeah. him, a family legacy. Yeah, but... Speaking of Boss Baby, uh, Bob, give us our next category. Yeah, here. the next category... <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> ...is actually the, uh, the worst of the first half of 2021. Can you, can you read the, the uh, category title verbatim? Worst. Just worst. <laughs> just worst. <laughs> that was the name of this category, just worst. Worst, which, honestly, just looking at it, I don't know if I agree with everything on it. Uh, so, worst... Are you outside, talking about Mortal Kombat already? Outside <laughs> the Wire, Malcolm and Marie, Mortal Kombat, The Last Blockbuster, Cruella, The Woman in the Window. 
What do we think about these? I'll, I'll take this one first because I, I have a passionate answer for this one. Oh, I already know the, his answer, but I'm, I'm ready for it. And you guys aren't going to agree with me because I don't think you watched it. So uh, It's the last blockbuster. It's the last blockbuster. What the fuck is that? The documentary about, about the, the last... Oh, okay. And it sucked. It was so long. But why so is Doug long, Benson in it? That's a great fucking is question. Is Doug Benson the super because, guy? Yeah. And he's oh. so annoying in this. And they dedicate like the last 15 minutes to just him walking around the last blockbuster. Like, unedited footage of him just walking around. Did they think that was artistic? I don't know what they thought it was, but this entire... That guy hasn't been cool for 15 years. This entire documentary sucked. And I don't know how you could take a cool concept, like... Here's the last operating store of this iconic franchise that dilapidated, and what, what most people would think is because of the rise of Netflix. They tackle that in, like, the first 15 minutes. Like, they tease you at the beginning, like, Oh, people think Blockbuster closed because of Netflix, but that's not really what happened. And then like 15 minutes in, they're like, it was actually just kind of like poor, poor business decisions across the board. And then there's like an hour and 15 minutes more of the documentary that is just pointless. Hmm. I'm surprised you invested that much time. So were you like 45 minutes in and you're like, this? I made a huge mistake? I was probably yeah, roughly around the 45 minute mark. I'm like, this, why, why is this not good? This should only be good. And also, why is there still 45 minutes left? And uh, it didn't get any better. This one's a little tough for me because uh, it took me 32 viewings to finish Malcolm and Marie. So like that, that right there should tell me it's the worst. But I was forced to watch The Woman in the Window for this podcast after I was the one who suggested it. And that movie, it let me down. It's like that that made me feel the worst after. So I, I think I'm leaning towards The Woman in the Window because that movie fucking sucked and everyone half-assed it. And at least Malcolm and Marie, at least the two actors in it, are like trying their hardest. It feels like they tried. Yeah. I just didn't enjoy it. The Woman in the Window just fucking sucked. See, I fucking hate it. See, this is hard for me because Outside the Wire is nominated... I didn't hate that movie. It wasn't good. No, yeah. I just didn't. It wasn't good, but it, it deserves to be. For me, it's not the, the category of the title of just worst, I think, would be something that I would hate. Like, I, I think, like, Cats. I think, like, the M.I. Shyamalan Avatar Last Airbender. Like, I think when I just have a title of worst, that's what I think. Outside the Wire, really not good. Didn't hate it, though. Malcolm Marie, didn't see Mortal Kombat. Really not good, but it did what it needed to do for me, so I actually ended up enjoying it. Last blockbuster, I didn't see. Cruella, did not look good. Woman in the Window, very bad, but I also didn't hate it. Like I didn't, I didn't have so, like a burning passion. You have something. I don't know. This is a hard one for me. That's what I'm saying. Is I don't know who I'm voting for. Jeremy said the last blockbuster. You said the woman in the window. Are you gonna take Jeremy's word for it or go with a movie you didn't like? Also, who put Cruella on here? I haven't I, seen it, but I heard it wasn't as bad as people expected. I put it, it to on be. there just based off that one scene of the of the Dalmatians knocking Cruella's mom off the the balcony and killing her. Uh, I didn't even know that was a you thing. You should watch it. It's hysterical. That's why she hates Dalmatians. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's because, awesome. That's right actually awesome. Because like eight Dalmatians come out of nowhere and murder her mother. <laughs> Are we supposed to... Yeah, that makes sense. I That's would the whole hate, movie. I would hate Dalmatians also no, if they killed right? my fucking parents. Like, yeah. But they like try to make, her, to make her look like, like a sympathetic. Yes. Yeah, well that, that would do it for me. <laughs> yeah, if a dog killed my parents, I'd probably dislike the dog. Um, I don't know. I think if I honestly had to vote... Actually, you know what? It might be Woman in the Window because I liked Outside the Wire more than Woman in the Window. I liked Mortal Kombat more than Woman in the Window. And I didn't see Cruella. I didn't see the what last, have you last liked blockbuster. Least, like, less than Woman in the Window this year. You know, it sucked. I, I fucking it, hate that movie. It I'm going to go Woman in the Window. I, I didn't hate Woman in the Window, but I definitely agree with the analysis of uh, no one gave a shit. 
Amy Adams for sure did not give a shit about that movie, and I can't blame her because she probably read the script and went, "This sucks." Yeah. So uh, congratulations, Amy Adams, and uh, whoever else made that movie. Gary Oldman and that that asshole. Uh, Gary Oldman author is of the book. Right. He's in it for like one second. Like no, 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 he's fine. I'm just saying that the author uh, of the book is an asshole. All right. Uh, this is me. <clears throat> Next category. Now we're getting. We went from worst. We're gonna get into a couple. Couple different bests here. Let's go with the best actress. We've got Elizabeth Olsen in WandaVision, Katherine Hahn also in WandaVision, Kate Winslet in Mayor of Easttown, Amy Adams in The Woman in the Window. Interesting. Uh, forget everything I said in the last category. Michelle Rodriguez in F9 and Tig Notaro in Army of the Dead. I don't even know who that is. I, the, I know who I'm voting for, but you yeah. guys can go first. So if you'd like. I'm going to go. Um, I love how you start this sentence and have no idea where you're going with it. <laughs> no, I thought I, I had to double check just to make sure I wasn't missing anybody. I once Jeremy read it the first time, I was going to go Catherine Hahn just because I enjoyed her the most. I really did. I, it's either it's either Elizabeth Olsen or Catherine Hahn for me. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez really, could, really, <laughs> really. Depending on what you guys say, I could be swayed. But my initial first viewing of the list is definitely uh, Catherine Hahn, just because I think that was an iconic role. Yeah, I uh, I was the one who put Michelle Rodriguez on here strictly because she convinced me that Brian, aka Paul Walker, is watching the kids when she looked at the camera and winked. It was the greatest line read in movie history, so she deserves to be here. I don't think she deserves to win. My vote, Jer- I watched WandaVision. I'm not a Marvel guy. I watched it. Great show. I think Katherine Hahn was way better than Elizabeth Olsen. Like, Elizabeth Olsen, obviously the main character, but like Katherine Hahn was so fucking Stole good. Stole the show. Electric. Like, she... Like if it, if this was best supporting actress, like she is the easiest winner of all time for me. I'm going with Kate Winslet because she led the show that I liked the most on this uh, list. I'll let Jeremy wrap it up by voting for Catherine Hahn, but uh, Kate Winslet is my vote. Well, here's here's where it's difficult, right? Because I told you I know who I'm voting for. If I wanted to pick between the best actresses, I would I would be between Catherine Hahn and Kate Winslet. I want to vote for Tig Notaro. Because, Why? because she, she filmed the movie after herself. the movie was done. <laughs> She's just green screened into the entire right, movie. Right, right. We have another category coming guy. up about a best one man, one room comedy. Tig Notaro could be nominated there too. That's also she true. She filmed all her shit by herself. Yeah. The, I, she convinced me that she had met Dave Batista before the red carpet event of this movie, but that didn't happen. They, they, may, they still may not have met each other. Um, yeah, it's tough. Kate Winslet, very good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be the Marvel cuck that I am and uh, give it to Catherine Hahn because she legitimately she steals the show in everything she's in. She's a great actress. She's incredible. I think about Catherine Hahn and WandaVision just on random times. I'm sitting in the shower. She's like, only <laughs> <laughs> well, that in. That sounds. You might have to Keep that, that in, Jeremy. Just not in that sense. What I'm saying is like when you have when you have a moment to yourself. And you're just like, your mind's wandering. You're like, Remember that one show I watched? Man, she was pretty fucking good in that. You know, like, that's what I mean by it. Not, you know, in a masturbatory context. Yeah, Catherine, shout out to Catherine. I'm sure she's listening. I'm sure she's excited to hear all the nice things Bob has to say about her. So she'll be excited to get this Habsy in the mail. Wow. Well, well, well earned. Miss Han, let's move on to our, our best actors, Ben. Who do we got? Yeah, let's keep these uh, this best category going. Uh, we got Denzel Washington in The Little Things. 
Lakeith Stanfield in Judas and the Black Messiah, Daniel Kalua in Judas and the Black Messiah, Tom Holland in Cherry, Anthony Mackie in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> we got Vin Diesel in F9, and then wrapping it up in this category is Bow Wow for F9, his his appearance in that movie. Oh, fuck. Bob, where are you leaning for this, this one? This is hard. Let me just answer <laughs> let me answer it honestly first. It's clearly Tom Holland and Cherry. Like really, yeah, yeah. You well, have- we- we can't be movie podcast without mentioning how amazing his performance was in Cherry. Truly unbelievable. Could have made me cry. Uh, but that's like the honest answer. Let's give the real answer right now. Because sometimes <laughs> honesty isn't always right. Bob <laughs> Liebel, his senior quote is Bow Wow. It's, it's Bow Wow, little Bow Wow. S Moss at S Moss. It's Bow Wow. All right, let me give my answer real quick, and then we'll give the fake answer. Um, <laughs> I didn't see Judas and the Black Messiah. I know both of those roles were like, ext- I believe you. like outstanding. Yeah. And I, I still regret that I went to watch this movie the day after they took it off HBO Max, yeah. so I'm waiting for that shit to go right back on there. Tom Holland and Cherry made that movie. That movie wasn't particularly great. He was really good in it. So my fake vote, or my real vote, is for, um, I think Daniel Kaluuya is, is the better one. Jeremy, maybe... Uh, I know that Keith Stanfield is like maybe the. They're both very good. I mean, I, I, isn't can... one of them supposed to be like the supporting actor? Well, though, they were they kind both of nominated for, for best leading actors. Yeah. And they... I, I made the argument that Lakeith Stanfield was the leading role, with gotcha. Daniel Kaluuya being the supporting role. But they still both killed it. All right, I'll go with Lakeith Stanfield because uh, I think he's a cooler actor. Are they both in uh, Get Out? Shit, they are. They are. Keith Stanfield's in the very beginning. All right, yeah, I'll go with like Keith Stanfield. Uh, real answer, though, is uh, Vin Diesel. I thought he had a great performance. Bow Wow's a great supporting actor, Bob. I love okay. it. But Vin Diesel, just like, honestly, this was the role he was born to play was F9. Someone say his version. only role. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? You're reading this list, and I'm like, Vin Diesel in F... Was Vin Diesel in... That was Dom Toretto. <laughs> oh, my God. That was Vin Diesel playing Dom Toretto. <laughs> I was so convinced that was a real person, right? So it's like, how do you not give him best actor? Are you telling me that Vin Diesel doesn't sign his name Dom Toretto when he's signing things? You know how you know if it's a good actor or not? Is if I'm talking about Vin Diesel in another movie, I was like, yeah, Dom Toretto (laughs) in The Pacifier. Dom Toretto is real good. (laughs) Like, he is Dom Toretto. He's become this character. Dom Toretto in Triple X was really good. Yeah. But uh, also the fact that I don't know who you guys voted for, so I'm not really sure how it's split. Like, do I go with Lakeith Stanfield? Do I go with no, Tom Holland? My vote is Did for Vin Diesel. Already win this category? Like, if you, it depends. If you vote for Bow Wow, then Bow Wow will win. If you vote for Tom, if you vote for Lakeith Stanfield, he'll win. It's all up to you, Jeremy. My, I vote, is, my vote is Vin Diesel. Then I would like to give the award to the greatest actor of the first half of this year, Mr. Diesel. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Dom Toretta, because he is Dom Toretta. What's his real name again? I know well, we had it on the thing. I oh, yeah, Bob. What's, what's his name? I don't, I don't fucking, fucking cheat. I don't fucking remember. You don't remember anymore? No, what was it? Mark Sinclair. That sucks. That's a that's like a solid name if you want to be an actor, but he's like, nah, not I, good enough. Vin Diesel. How the fuck did he come up with that? You know what's pretty funny? Dom Toretto is a more real human being than Mark Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. He's had three names and the least one he's known for is his real name. All right. Let's move on to our next category. Somehow somehow the rotation ended up on Bob here. No, Jeremy, take this one. What What are we on? We're going to Jeremy. You'll take the next one. Oh, Jeremy, you take this. Fuck that. All right. This was a a very competitive category this year, so it's going to be hard to deliberate. 
the category is Best One Man, One Room Comedy Special, and the nominees include Inside by Bo Burnham. I'm, I'm going to go with Inside by Bo Burnham. It was truly, I mean, I predicted it, that I would love it, because it was Bo Burnham. I've watched it twice, and I've listened to it about 50 times. Yeah, I'll talk, Bob, before you shit on it. I hated Bo Burnham before 2017, and then 8th grade came out, and then this came out, and I was like, I'm going to watch this for 15 minutes, it's like realize it sucks, and then tell Jeremy it sucks. I watched it. This is not for everyone. Bob, I, I don't necessarily think you'd like it. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. That's fine. I, I don't think everyone should watch it, but like for people who do, and pe- for people who like are like 30 minutes in, and they like are... This is this like talks to you. It's so fucking good. It's like the perfect piece of entertainment that came from the pandemic, and he doesn't even mention the pandemic. It's it's like I don't know it, for like a real moment. It, it was the probably the best thing that came out during the pandemic. Like all forms of art that could have come out of that, and it's it was so good. I listen to this way too much. My girlfriend can attest to that. I. I listen to these songs way too fucking much, but uh, I love this special. I've seen it twice, and I'll probably watch it a lot of times in the future. So this is an easy category one. Bo Burnham, <laughs> here comes your award. Congratulations, sir. Yeah, it, it is truly... I watched it thinking like I was going to like it, and then I was blown away, and then I watched it again, and I picked up on so many more things, and then like my 15th time listening to one of the songs on Spotify, I'll pick up a new thing and be like, damn. This is this is really perfect. It was whatever a year's worth of time and energy condensed into ninety minutes, and it was the best ninety minutes you could get out of it. I saw one of the best tweets I saw about it was like, "Me and Bo Burnham experienced the same pandemic. He made Inside, and I just watched a bunch of shitty TV shows." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah it's tough, tough." I look. feel that one. We created a, a podcast though about movies during a pandemic, so shout That's out to cooler, us. Though. Uh, Bo Burnham can't be here to accept this word, so Jeff Bezos is here on his behalf. So shout out to him. All right, Bob. I, I cut you, so we'll let you take the next category. Yeah, next category is Best in Progress. The nominees are Loki, Rick and Morty, Season 5, Dave, Season 2, and the NBA Playoffs. Where are we leaning towards on this one? <laughs> An interesting uh, final nominee there that was uh, added. Early. Is it not podcast. in progress, Jeremy? It is. I it's d- in progress. It's pretty pretty entertaining. It certainly qualifies. I just I know I didn't put it on there. I've only heard bad things about Dave season two, and that's from the one person I know who watches it. My brother. I know Jeremy, you watch it too, but I haven't heard you speak about it. I have seen two of the three episodes that are currently out. It is not capturing me in the same way the first season did. I can uh, say that for sure. Yeah. For, so I haven't seen Dave. NBA playoffs are, are, are really going pretty it's well. Fun because I don't it's know like how those are people. still going. Our fantasy basketball ended like seven months ago. Dude, yeah. It's, the NBA playoffs take so fucking long. So it's New like stars. the NHL playoffs. New stars being made. That's the most entertaining part about it, it's I It's cool say. because like, I, I don't watch like every game. I'm not like... Yeah, Le- neither do I. If like LeBron, uh, if LeBron was still in the Cavs, I'd be watching every game. But I'm, I'm like a fair weather fan with the Cavs, so I don't watch every game. But like, it's just cool that like... A random team is going to win, and it's not just like the like best player in the uh, league yeah, is winning. It's not the super team. It's I think not it's cool the, like that. Yeah, it's, that an, it's it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. That being said, I'll go with Rick and Morty season five because I'm one episode in, didn't watch the second one yet, and it it seems like it's bouncing back. I uh, Rick and Morty kind of can't do any wrong as long as they get weirder and weirder. I just kind of like it. My, and I, I haven't seen Loki. I so Loki is four episodes in. They just had their best episode with episode four. That. 
I mean, that got me exhilarated watching it. Like Loki is is really really See, good. So should I? You guys told me to watch WandaVision. I didn't hear you guys say really anything about um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think you were guys once were like, watch I think it. WandaVision is one for me. Loki, unless it does something crazy in the last two episodes, two more, yeah, two more episodes. Loki will be two, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier is. So should three. I invest some time into Loki? Loki is very good. I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier is very good as well, but I agree with Bob's ranking there. They're not not a long watch, but with that being said, Loki is, I I just praised it so much. Rick and Morty, I've seen the the two episodes. Episode one, I think huge bounce back. I think it's finally like doing what I want it to do. Episode two, also, I think very, very strong. Not as strong as episode one, but also equally as strong. I think the reason I like this season so much is because they are like actually talking about like continuity. Like it. And it's, it doesn't have to be a lot, but as long as they address these things, because obviously, like, it's this big overarching story, sort of. Like, sometimes you can't tell because, like, well, what, what, what universe are they in? Like, what timeline? Like, all this bullshit. Like, it's, it can be confusing. But obviously, this, the episodes that people like, you ask someone to name their favorite episode, always one that has to do with, like, continuity yes. over season. You know, like, episodes that actually matter, like, in terms of, like, a story structure, not just one random one-off, which most of the episodes are. Not the cable television. Exactly, one. yeah. But, but well, those are funny for a different <laughs> reasons. Yeah, but, like, the first two episodes have... The first episode more, kind of, second episode a little less, have addressed it, and I think that's what, moving forward, is going to bring the series back for me, where I actually am going to watch it. So I'm voting for Rick and Morty, just because I do love that show. Yeah, I, I've really liked the two episodes of Rick and Morty so far. I've been kind of going back and rewatching Rick and Morty, just kind of half-assed, falling asleep to it lately. Forget about it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. those are episodes that I feel like I, I always blend in my head, so rewatching them, it feels fresh again a lot of the time, except for a handful of episodes I've seen more than a few times. Uh, that being said, though, it's already won the category. I'm probably going to vote for Loki. I didn't love the third episode, but it came back strong in the fourth episode. And I agree. They, the fact that that happened in the fourth episode and not the fifth episode, like where they left it off, means yeah. that there's two more episodes left to play with all the loose ends and every, all the questions that haven't been right. answered yet. And so I, I think Loki has the ability to end super strong. And if we're talking about best in progress, we're two-thirds of the way through, and I, I, they could not stick the landing, but I, if they do stick the landing, they're going to have something really great on their hands. So that's why I'm voting for Loki, but... I accept Rick and Morty taking the taking the category. Thank you, Rick and Morty. Congratulations, Dan Harmon and uh, Justin Roiland. Our second last category of the night is best TV show or limited series. We got Search Party season four, aka the worst season of the show. That's gonna be tough to win. WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Invincible Season 1, and Mayor of Easttown. Bob, you have seen three of these. I know three of them are strong. You just ranked two of them. Yeah. No. Where, are you, where are you leaning? So, Invincible, <laughs> So Invincible. I, I've been on record saying I really, really, really like. Everyone's telling me to watch whatever fucking other... The Amazon, boys. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? But, uh, yeah, I really liked Invincible... Uh, but I seriously think WandaVision was one of my favorite things that I've ever seen ever. And the experience of watching that week to week was just incredible to me. I truly fucking loved everything about that series. It's so easy for me. It's WandaVision. Jeremy, let me cut you off then because I feel like you might lean towards WandaVision. I'm going with Invincible season one because I can get down with that too. This is one of the shows that like WandaVision, I watched, like I binge watched it when it was all done and I heard all great things. Invincible, I was watching episode to episode and was like, oh, it's Friday. Cool. I'm watching Invincible today. Not many shows nowadays really do that because you kind of just binge everything. Yeah. 
It's nice. That, that, but your reasoning is the reason why I liked WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair. Yeah. But Invincible is super cool. I'm, I'm super excited for season two. Like, I don't know. This, this is a tough one because WandaVision was really good. Mayor of Easttown was really good. Search Party was the worst fucking season they've ever put out. <laughs> so this was a tough category for me. Yeah. Uh, I can knock this one out pretty systematically. Search Party. It's been nominated for a couple different things. I watched all of Surge Party in the first half of this year. I think that show just progressively gets worse Dude, every season. season. One is gr- like, season one is awesome. Anyone out there, watch season one and then never watch another season. Actually, like they never did anything <laughs> after that because season one is really good. It's season so good. two isn't even that bad. Three, eh, four. Mm. I don't even remember. If I had to text you and be like, what was season yeah. four of Surge Party? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Very much enjoyed it. Not the best Marvel show to come out. Mayor of Easttown, very much enjoyed it. I think The Outsider is a better version of what Mayor of Easttown did. That being said, still liked it. Invincible Season 1, very much liked it. Super excited that it's picked up for more seasons. If I'm comparing it to something similar, I would still say The Boys is a little bit better. That leaves WandaVision. So far, the best Marvel show. The fact that it was the first Marvel show to come out, it was so weird, it was so unique, they did so many things with it. It, t- it told a satisfying story that connected to the, all the different parts of the MCU. I, I think they really like set the standard for what the MCU shows are, are with WandaVision, and they knocked it out of the park. All the side characters are great. The misdirections they had throughout yeah. this season, watching it week to week, every decision they made from pre-production to production to how it was distributed was genius, and it was perfectly executed. So easy WandaVision vote for me. For me, it's been so long since, like, because obviously, like, in the world of binging everything, it's been so long since there's been a show that's been out. And, like, the Disney shows are doing this, and, like, there's other streaming services that do this. But, like, it's just weird to get back into that. And, like, at first I was like, God damn it, I just want to watch it all at once. This is fucking obnoxious. But, like, when you would finish the episode, and then you'd be able to talk about it all week, and then, like, kind of come up with theories and, like, shit like that. Like, that's something I kind of miss from you know tv and stuff like that's that's something that happens very often in a, in a binging world that we're in today but that fucking i fucking love wandavision it's seriously so fucking good do you have any katherine han thoughts well <laughs> we know what i think about cat han did you make a vote ben I yeah mean, you're, you're i voted for invincible okay. but wandavision i'm okay with some of these like I, I get upset when they win but uh i'm okay with wandavision yeah that's fair all right boys we are in our final category of the evening and what an evening it's been should we just reflect a little bit i feel like you know i don't want to call it too soon but has 2021 just another incredible stellar award show put on the by the big movie boys is this going to get our nomination at the bimbos for best episode it's possible well, I remember it. <laughs> it nope. certainly qualifies but let's get into our final category here as we'd expect best picture oh, fuck nominated these we got a lot of got a lot of nominations here. It's basically yeah, I, put, I put one in here. It's basically every movie that's come out <laughs> this year, except for some that we put into the worst category. Nominees include The Little Things, Judas and the Black Messiah, Cherry, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, that Woman in one. the Window, Army of the Dead, A Quiet Place Part Two, Luca, and most recently, F9. Ben, how do you narrow this category down? You did throw one in that I have not seen. Yeah, I watched Luca while babysitting uh, a couple weeks ago. And I heard it was not good. I liked it better than Raya and the Last Dragon. That's that's my comparison. I was like, I should put one of those on there to shout out like kid movies and, and all the kids listening. And you haven't seen Boss Baby yet, so I 
I'll be seeing Boss Baby soon enough to try to boost my scores. Um, and I didn't see Mitchell's versus the Machines. I guess that's a child's movie. I as watched well. that one. And it is, it it is really good. Yeah, it's a uh, Lord and Miller who did uh, Spider Verse and Lego Movie and stuff. The way I narrow this this one down is like, ten of these movies suck, and one of them's really good, and that's why I go with F nine. It's uh, maybe a quiet place. I sneak in there too. I did not see Judas and the Black Messiah. The little things maybe would have been good if it came out when it was supposed to in the nineties. I'm going with F nine here. It's pretty easy. I I think it's got a shot at Best Picture this year. Wow. Yeah. I mean, for me, I look at it like Luca. I heard is really good. Army of the Dead. I liked uh, uh, Cherry. I like Tom Holland. That's about it. The little things. I think also was kind of a sleeper enjoyment involved in it. Um, yeah, A Quiet Place Part 2, actually incredible. Um, first movie I saw back in theaters, saw it with Jeremy. And you loved A Quiet Place. Yeah, it was a great movie that I've seen <laughs> multiple times. Uh, but I think the answer for this one is, is honestly, God, the easiest question I've ever been asked in my entire life. The only question that might be easier, do you want another beer? Uh, in the, <laughs> in the answer... You could answer it the same way, with yes or with F9. And the answer is F9. Wow, that was great. Bob throws himself. <laughs> Bob is the one who makes himself look like an alcoholic. It's not me and Jeremy. Uh, I mean, F nine was something I was super excited for. I was excited by the fact that you guys were excited for it. By the time it, you know, you finally saw came out. Judas and the Black Messiah, so that's what you're gonna say, right? I mean, yeah. Use your brain. Obviously, F nine <laughs> was a lot of fun. If I want to be objective, right? If we want to have some semblance of any sort of just professionalism in this category and i wanted to pick the objective best movie obviously i'm going with f9 <laughs> how could you not go with f9 it literally leaves all these other movies in the dust dude literally. don toretto he's back the family's even bigger john cena wasn't at the barbecue but you know he will be in the next one me and bob still are dumbfounded that that was paul walker unbelievable <laughs> chills <laughs> but yeah i mean how could this go to anything else? And if the, we literally made this podcast for this movie, the antithesis of this podcast. If the Academy has movie. any self-respect, it will be nominated and win Best Picture at the Oscars because it's just that good. We all ranked it in the middle of the Fast and Furious movies, but <laughs> it's still the best movie that came out this year. <laughs> don't, don't, hey, the Academy, don't listen to our last podcast, but listen to this one. Exactly. So uh, uh, there's some bad movies so far this year. We've we were going through the list. There's some stinkers like little Next things. I think League. like the second half of the year, they're like most movie like companies are waiting to put out their best movies. Other but. than A Quiet Place Two and F Nine, did any of these come out in theaters? But like none of these movies will actually be nominated. Like Judas and the Black Messiah wasn't was that nominated, nominated in yeah, yeah for last year. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I really liked Mitchell's and the Machines, but it's it might get nominated for best animated potentially, but. I think the Quiet Place could get a nominee if if they are sound, sound, sound design it, though yeah yeah if they could recognize or the, like, didn't they condense movies? them all for best sound, sound. Best yeah. sound yeah. Bullshit. yeah yeah so uh, that was an easy one I wish F nine would have come out last year because maybe it would have gotten nominated not Let's as see. much competition that's what I'm thinking yeah maybe better than Nomadland all right boys how do we feel another Havsies in the bag we got them all right as always yeah I mean there's there's no arguing I mean our scientific method of just kind of drink, drinking some beers and shooting off the cuff here. Bob barely even knowing what the nominees or categories <laughs> are. 
but yeah, that'll uh, that'll wrap up the halvesies for 2021. First half wrapped up. Hopefully, bigger and better things on the horizon for the second half of this year. Next week, next week could be a shit show. We're or, not doing anything or next week. There might not be an episode, but next week Black oh, Widow fuck. comes out, and uh, if a podcast comes out, it may be filmed on location. So, in scenic downtown Las Vegas. Mm, maybe not quite that far. That's but, how we're going. Mm, oh darn! I don't think so. Oh shit! So uh, keep your ears out for that. Uh, hope you had a good Fourth of July weekend. And as always, thank you for listening. And remember, Mr. Wow, look at your DMs. We'll see you next week. <laughs>